Okay, so what I want to talk about is the Torah talks in a few places about mitzvahs which have to do we'll call it with our dress code. What a person is meant to wear, tzitzis. What a person is not meant to wear. Why is number one the denim of what a person wears is something significant? And number two, we see that the differences between the way that the Torah looks at the concept of clothing for men and for women. I mean, the best example is tzitzis. Like I said before, it's a chiyah of one's clothing, but the way we pass can at least, it only applies to men. Why? If there's a mitzvah, or a isim, 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 So yes, there's a technicality. It's, we pass on that, we aren't chayim tzitzis at night, so it's a mitzvah, as it says, man grama, Okay, that's true. But nevertheless, the khara, there's a, a benefit to it, so why shouldn't women have that as well? Now, even though there are points can we hold that women are allowed to wear it, it's like every mitzvah, as grammar. But women aren't mechuyven and they're allowed to do it. They can sit in the sukkah if they want to. They can listen to shafer if they want to. They can shake the aluminium if they want to. So, why can the mechayim mitzvah it's also if they want to? And there were women who did that, but the psak today is not to because once it's not something ladies do, so then it becomes a shadow of the tilbash. Not to wear clothing, which is the way men are meant to wear. Okay, so that's why even today, ladies and machmer themselves don't wear tzitzis. It's not considered the right thing to do. But uh, still, let's go back to the point. Why, why, why does HaKadosh Baruch want it like that? That you know, there's the distinctive clothing which a, man's, a man is meant to wear and it doesn't apply to ladies. On the contrary, if we talk about the khiv of ladies' back clothing, so then of course we're not that there's much more restrictions for a lady what you can or can't wear what's, what's we get the name of Tznius and it is for a man so why is it like this what role do clothing play and how is that something which we see in the way a Kodesh Baruch wants a man to be and in the way a Kodesh Baruch wants a lady to be So let's start by talking about what we find not just in the Jewish world, but we find everywhere in every society. There's a concept of a uniform. Whether you're talking about the army or soldiers that they wear a uniform, if you're talking about even people in the same sports team or something like that, they wear the same uniform, the same clothing. What's the mailer of having a uniform, having a certain way of to dress, rather than letting everyone dress however they want? So, um, the first point, just to explain the mailers of dictating a dress code, therefore, and something Jewish about this, this is, so we'll, we'll all agree on this is regular psychology. We're just going to go through them to explain how it is going to affect uh, what we call the terror dress code. So, the first factor of, of why there's a benefit in having a certain uniform, a certain identity, everyone wears is because the first mile is it gives the person a way to identify this is what I'm part of based on what I wear that's what I'm part of so if I'm supporting a certain country I'm supporting a certain team I'm supporting a certain side whatever it's going to be so then what I wear identifies me as this is what I'm this is the the side I'm on this is what I'm standing for and it identifies me I mean to myself in other words to myself I see see the way I'm wearing that shows me this is a 
this, this is what I hold of. It reminds me also because obviously if I'm wearing that color, if I'm wearing my, the flag of my country, so every time I look at myself, I'm reminded of that's what I'm trying to show, what I'm trying to identify with. And uh, that's the first, maybe the most well-known, obvious reason why people would all wear the same, even in companies. You want everyone to wear the company t-shirt or the business logo or whatever it is. It's a way for me to remember what I am or identify myself. This is, I'm, support, I'm you know, right now uh, representing this company or I'm acting on behalf of this, this, this organization. So I wear the clothing. That's a, a way for me to identify myself and to remember my identity like that. So what does it do for me? It keeps me focused on what I'm meant to be doing. If I, if I see this, the label that I, or this, the slogan that I'm meant to be uh, now right now I'm acting as a representative for this, this organization, for this country, for this team. Okay, so focus on this is, this is what I'm this is what I'm meant to be working on, so I'm meant to be acting for. It's a, it's a so to speak a way to keep it in a person's mind that this is uh, what I'm meant to be doing. Whereas if you're wearing clothing which have no affiliation with what I'm doing, so then of course. I don't have that natural reminder, that natural uh, point to keep me focused on this what I'm meant to be doing. Which, like I said, is not just soldiers. That's how most companies want their employees to wear the company clothing or the company symbol on them because that's a way to keep them reminded. You're working for the company, now that's what you're meant to be doing. That's the first benefit of uniform. The second benefit of uniform is that it's the way that you get recognized by other people. So, why is it important? So, for example, if, uh, if you want, let's say, the maximum ex- uh, exposure for your company, or your organization, or your country, the more people who are wearing the sign of it, the more people see it. Oh, there's another one, another one, another one. The more people see it, are people who are supporting that thing. So, besides the fact that it has on me for myself, I'm part of... Uh, Advertising for towards everyone seeing me, they see uh, he's he's also part of that side. And that's the second main reason why people would identify themselves or wear identifying clothing because it's a way of showing that they also joining that team. Like in every protest and every organization, which people want all want to show that we are we part of something, so they all wear the same sign. And it's a way of showing I'm also part of that. Showing the public, everyone should see that there's how many how many of us hold of this idea, how many of us are part of this, how many people are wearing the same the same distinctive features, which show what it is. Publicity, if you want to call it that, to be recognized by it. That's the second mailing clothing. The third mailing, what people in making people uh, wear a certain uniform, or people decide to wear a certain way of dressing, same. The third mailing is it encourages teamwork. Because now it sets our goals as we all working together. So I see, I identify, so to speak, partners, friends, uh, people who are on the same team as me by what they were. So it's easy, so I'm a male. Rather than not having people to identify with or connect to, no, it, it, it gives me the, the way of seeing who's, who's an ally, who's a friend, who's on the same team as me. I got that's the main reason that soldiers wear uniforms. Because otherwise, in the battlefield, you don't know if you're fighting a friend or an enemy. Is the person on the other side of the field to you, on your side or the other side? So there's something distinct, some distinct feature about it. So I know he's my friend. We're working on the same team. Whereas if everybody wearing whatever they wanted to wear, I'd have no way of knowing who's who's with me, who's against me. So when it comes to sports teams, a big part of the reason why you have different colors is that people can see who's is he with. On my team is in the other team. 
In other words, the idea that it encourages teamwork. You can see someone else is on your team. Okay, so that, that means we're working together. That naturally puts us in the same position. That's the third reason. The fourth reason, maybe it's a hemshech of this, maybe something separate, but the fourth reason given is it's, it's, it very much defines how a person very much shows how a person defines themselves. In other words, if, uh, let's say, the way a person would express themselves was through their clothing. So then, I would, everyone would wear something different. That's the way that I want to express myself. I'm revealing myself through what I wear. I'm showing Kilo that that's, that's my way of, of demonstrating, of, so to speak, broadcasting myself. Whereas, if you can't do that, because you have to wear a certain uniform, a certain dictated form of clothing, so then I'm not going to use that external form of expression of what I am of what the clothing I wear. That's already dictated. So I'm going to have to look for a way to, to identify myself not just, through, not just through my clothing. I'll come back to this point in a minute because it's something which Yiddishkeit has a lot to say about. But those are the, that's the benefit of that's the benefit of uniform. And once again, that's why in, in olden times the king's servants all used to wear the same uniform because we don't want them doing different things. We want them to be loyal. So you're going to keep them, without trying to express themselves all being different, you're wearing the same thing, so that keeps everyone, without that, so to speak, open option of, of trying to show the differences. Fine. That's the reasons, like I said, even in a psychological sense, there is to wearing a uniform or set form of clothing or an identifying form of clothing, rather than a suggestion, everyone wears what they want. There's no, there's no, there's no rules, there's no... Uh, Imposed mode of dress. Now, does the Torah impose a mode of clothing on us? Well, to some extent, yes. And as for most people, the Torah doesn't tell them exactly what style to wear, what color to wear, or what that what emblem to put on their shirt. That not. But the Torah's the Torah's dress code for Klal Yisrael, for the men, is not. It's Tzaddik and Tefillin. Tzitzis, I should say, Tefillin. That's what we meant to be wearing. The, when it comes to the kainim, so then there's a completely different dress code. Then it's ex- detailed exactly each uh, each item the kainim is meant to wear, exactly what it's meant to look like, and nothing else. Uh, anything else is called yitur begadim, which means extra clothing, which makes the kainim can't do avodah like that. So then the Torah is much more marked than the dress code. Why? The Rambam's clothing for Tamil is the Rabbanan. The Rambam's clothing and even then it's it's a style of clothing. It shouldn't be. It shouldn't, it shouldn't be too fancy, and it shouldn't be too poor, and it shouldn't have patches, and it shouldn't be dirty, and it shouldn't be too tight, and it shouldn't be like this, and it shouldn't be like that. It's, it, it doesn't tell you what, exactly what color, what make, what material, like a turtle's a coin in, which everything is defined. It's a style. This is what a person's meant, the kind of clothing a person's meant to wear, but they're also be given the dress code. Okay, so let's go through the ideas and apply them to the, the clothing that the Torah wants us, wants us to wear. So number one. The first reason we said is the first, the, the first uh, function clothing plays is identity. It gives me identity of who I am. It gives identity of who I am. The emiss is, that's the function of the tzitzis. The function of the tzitzis is it reminds us that, uh, that we're exactly the same the tzitzis. The man tzitzkiru v'asisim is called mitzvahisai v'yisim kudoshim l'lekeichem. Or isim oisam v'asharitim is called mitzvahisai. The reminder, this is the job you have. You're here to do a job. The reminder that you, you, you're, you're employed. 
the reminder that you you have what you have a a certain function to fulfill. So that's what the tzitzis are meant to show us the whole time. We said it more. We spoke about the time emitters of tzitzis, but it's the same as what you're saying now also. That is the the, the tzitzis is a reminder. You're connected. That's the knots and the strings. You're connected to Shemaim, and you have a job to do. So that's our reminder. Just like the company logo that the person is meant to be wearing, or the army uniform with the flag of the country that person is meant to be wearing to money. I'm a soldier of this country. I'm working for that company. So our tzitzis are a reminder that you're employed by Hashem. Like we said. We said about tzitzis. At the point of tzitzis is Hashem took us out of Mitzrayim. You're, you're, it's uh, like the Chazal say. Rashi brings it. It's like the Semel Avdus. Like uh, just like when a person was an Eved. So the same idea. The master is to stamp his clothing with the second ring of the master. That, that's a symbol of who you work for. But tzitzis are a symbol. So that's the reminder for ourselves. That's our tzitzis. The second point we said of clothing is that everyone else recognizes you. Everyone else recognizes you for what you are, and then they say, ah, you're part of that. It identifies you in people's eyes as what you're part of. That's in the function of the tefillin. And again, this is the first Shagumar, it's a Chazal, Amr Abiliyaza, where the Pasuk says that the Rokal Ame Aretz Kishem Hashem Nikra Alech of Yarim Yimakos the tefillin Shabarash. When people see the tefillin, he's a Jew. He's part of Hashem's army. And uh, it's, the point of it is, the Rokal Ame Aretz Kishem Hashem Nikra Alech. It's meant to identify us to everybody else. Of course, there's a tremendous, and we spoke about in Tefillin, there's a tremendous amount that a person can gain from wearing Tefillin for himself. But if you're talking about what's the symbol that other people see you by, and other people recognize you by, that's a Tefillin. That's a Tefillin. If a person's wearing Tefillin, then they'll be afraid of him too. That's the because you're one of the Jewish people. You're part of Hashem's army. So the second identifying factor that we have, the fact that the second identifying factor that we have that we are recognized by, that, uh, that makes a Kiddush Hashem of each person who's uh, acting as a Jew is the Tefillin. And now it's the question, what about Shabbos? Shabbos we can still wear Tzitzis, but Shabbos we don't wear Tefillin. And the answer is, Shabbos replaces Tefillin. Shabbos replaces Tefillin. Either it's because the Lazarus say because the Big Day Shabbos have that same function. The person can see that this is Klai Israel. You know, maybe during the week. A Jewish farmer wears the same farm clothes, and a Jewish doctor wears the same white apron, and a Jewish anything else who happens to be doing is wearing the same clothing of the job. Shabbos is Shabbos clothes. So people could be makir that the Klai is by the Shabbos clothes. Or if you want to take it on a deeper level, it's what the, this is brought not just by the Hasidim, Rav Yerushim of Mir says the same thing, that on Shabbos you can see on a person's face that it's Shabbos. It, uh, there's a certain level that a person gets from the Shabbos Yisera, if a person is deserving of it. So you can see that. Uh, there's a certain extra level of Ruchni Salim. We didn't, so we didn't need the Tfilin to show that we didn't. We had either the clothing we were wearing or the shine of one's face in Shabbos that would show that we were keeping Shabbos. Acting differently, we're not talking about being Nikah. When people see you and how they see you, they know who you are. And to see me acting. Just by the fact of how I'm seen, that's already enough. So that's, uh, that's uh, the second point of what a uniform does is it, it's advertising publicity people can see who you are so that's the second point you have in, in, in our, the way, we, the way we, we dress the third point you said is encourage us teamwork in other words of course everybody we, we're all on the same team we made it then we have a common goal we know who's on our side we know who to work with and this is both of them and it's the Gemara and Yama the Gemara says there that a story about somebody who came to a town who didn't know anybody 
and he had a lot of money in him. It was Arab Shabbos. And Gemara says he's looking for someone to leave his money with. And he saw a Jew wearing Tarasan Tvinin. He said, Oh, he must be a, he's one of us. So he left his money with him. Never, the Gemara carries on the story. Turned out this guy was a gun and he stole his money. And he came back to Hashem. That's why I'm bringing the Gemara. He said, I don't know who the person was. The reason I relied on him is because he's wearing Tarasan Tvinin. So I thought that's a sign of a tzaddik. So I relied on him because I thought he was like one of us, one of the tzaddik. So, so the Gemara tells us a story how Koshbach organized he got the money back. But the point is that that's the way which even within within Klai Yisrael itself it encourages that same concept it encourages that teamwork in other words we see somebody else who's dressed like uh, the way he's meant to dress immediately we feel he's on the same team we feel like people we can work with that's uh, and if you don't feel like that in your Shalim because everyone dresses like that so go to some far off place in the world where and you suddenly notice a Jew who's also wearing Klai Yisrael Tfilin wow you automatically feel we're together that he's like me the, so the, the idea of the dress of the person is that same point of that same point of encouraging encouraging connection between everyone who's like that and then the last point now this isn't the Torah this isn't even the Chazal but I'll just give you what's brought down much more recently this is an example of this when people ask like why is there in let's say the yeshiva world why is there such a strong dress code what kind of shirt you have to have what kind of the jacket you have to have, what kind of shoes you have to have, why is it such a strict one? What's wrong? Where does the terrorist say you can't wear multicolored shirts? Or t-shirts? Why do you have to wear button shirts? What's the, what's the reason for wearing a certain, like the same clothing? So, the one answer is, because we don't, we don't want to identify ourselves as different through our clothing. The way we express individuality isn't because I'm wearing this and I'm wearing different, I, the way I dress, the way I cut my hair, the way I paint my face, that, that's external. If the fact that everyone is acting or dressing the same means that the realm to be different is something which is more internal. Like we said before, that's not something which the Torah says. The Torah says in the terms of Lekanim. In terms of Lekanim. That Lekanim uh, all were mishubah to wearing exactly the same clothing. Like we said, the Torah defines exactly what Lekanim wears. Lekanim, the material, the style, everything. And it's the same idea. It's uh, the Tchum then of where Lekanim would be different would be Dafkin, the Tchum of something more Ruchni. Not in the term of how he's dressing, because then they're, they're all the same. That's a. Uh, so we have the three points: Titus and Tefillin, which define the way a person dresses. Minatera, the last point, not the Minatera, except for the Kaidim. Do you find that the Kaidim express themselves more spiritually? That's what we would want to happen. That uh, if they would look to what that was the way, where you're different to the other Kaidim, it would be something. Which isn't in the way you're dressing, it could be something else. So being, uh, you look maybe more into more das, to more tire, to more chesed, to whatever it's going to be, it has to be somewhere else. And like I said again, in, in today if you're trying to artificially create the same, then no one's going to be recognized because, oh, he's wearing a white shirt. Right? Or, uh, he's, even for older people, he's, he's, the one, he's the guy with the white beard, everyone. So it's not, that's not the identifying factor. Why I identify somebody is by the tire, by the personality, by what they do. It's a, it's a different area. And it's naturally like that. You see when people try to show uh, why they're different, especially younger people, so they're going to do it by painting their hair green, by, by shaving off all their hair, by wearing weird clothing. It's by you're identifying yourself on a superficial way. It's not a real sense of who you are. It's just like I'm trying to show I'm different by painting myself uh, when I wear different. It's, it's not a real difference. Okay, but that, that, when am I getting into this? The, there's a difference between two factors. The one is 
the factor which it, now let's assume let me add one more point and that is if you look at those factors we spoke about some of them are more nagaya in interaction with other people or in the case of other people some of them are more nagaya when I'm by myself in other words if I'm talking about something which encourages teamwork it's only in a phase with the other people around me who I have to work with so if I have to work with other people on the same team, so then of course we all dress the same way, then it connects us as a team. If I'm on my own, so then I don't necessarily have that factor of dress the same as other people doing the same because I'm not working with them, I'm working by myself. And now the point is, even if there are a lot of us working on the same project, each of us on our own, we've known to, we're not working together, so you don't need that factor of teamwork. It's, it's not like I have the other people who are doing I see that we're all working together, it has the same effect. So, for example, if you'd all be workers in the same factory, and you're all wearing the same uniform, then you can see we're all part of a team. But if we all be working in our own offices and we have no connection with each other, then there isn't that Nakoda of dress like the team because I don't see the team. So that's not the area which we're working together in. Similarly, if it's going to come to the fact of how other people see me, how I'm publicizing the, the, what I'm representing, that also only applies in the case where other people see me and I'm publicizing to them. If a person's on their own, so then that's not going to be the factor which is going to cause people to recognize me as something because no one's seeing me. And we're not getting to this. That's why those two factors, like we said, were only given to the men, not to the women. And uh, the way that the terrorists saw the system was going to be, and this is well known, that it's the Yotze Adam Lepadoi, it's the person that goes out of the house to do whatever he has to do, whereas the lady is like Arisa Bais. Her job is whatever she has to do, but Atom wouldn't necessitate her leaving the house. You know, it's quite a by everybody. The Pasuk of called that literally means that the place of the queen wasn't the guy outside. It was a zilzal. You don't expect the queen to be the one to go picking potatoes and onions in the, in the grocery. Like You're above that. Just like the Havdal today, the same thing. You wouldn't expect to see one of the Gdali walking around the grocery store looking for things to buy. It's not, it's not fitting your cover. You, should, you, should, you shouldn't have to come and interact with people like it. There should be people to do it for you. So the same way that Shem started the system, it was meant to be, it was the man's job to deal with things outside the house, and the lady, I don't know, it would be a zilzal in her to have to leave her home. It's true the world has changed, it's true that that's not the society we live in anymore, but in the way that the Torah wanted the society to be, so he made it a symbol which is meant to be a symbol of how other people are going to recognize you, or of showing you part of a team, doesn't apply to ladies. Their Avodah Hashem is focused on the place where they're by themselves. They aren't part of the thing, and which is why the same reason. Why doesn't there din of tefillah b'tzibur for ladies? There's no din of rav am for anybody. There is. So why isn't din of tefillah b'tzibur for ladies? It's the same thing. The focus of Hashem wanted for ladies wasn't to be in the public arena. So there isn't an Indian of davening with the tibur. Yes, today there's notions and the others that come to every single tefillah. That's the world we live in today. Then it wasn't like that. The idea of working as a tibur was the chedek Hashem gave to men. So then, yes, we have to show we, the way we dress. That we're part of what we represent, the fact we're part of a team. And uh, we made it that that, that that chalik of uniform, of how we wear, applies more to men than to ladies. I'm getting there. Now, there's two more which we haven't spoken about, which would apply to ladies and maybe even more than to men. The one is the fact that it's, it gives me the identity of who I am. It gives me the identity of who I am, it reminds me of what I'm meant to be doing. That's the one. And. The second one is the last point we said, and it gives me a way to express my identity. It gives me a way to express my identity. Those things are reasons of, well, a person's clothing. 
the clothing I wear expresses what I am or reminds me of what I am for myself. And the last one is that having a certain way of dressing means that that way I, I don't express myself through clothing. It makes me, makes me identify myself in a way which is more than clothing. Those things for sure are platonities, maybe more than two men. And now we're going to talk about, we don't have much time, but quickly we'll talk about the second part. And that is, the denim of clothing is a platonities. And if you're going to talk about sneers as a goal, that's, much has been spoken on the topic. Let's talk about it just on, this, on the point of view of, not the, all the halakhic requirements, but the point of view of the, the kavana that there is. So the first and basic point is that the idea of tzniyas is don't express yourself through clothes. It's not the way you identify yourself. And like it's really brought down in the post game. It doesn't mean that he's not meant to look attractive. But it's not meant to be that's what, expre- that, that's what identifies him. Of course, we're only talking about what's considered the of a person is the cover of their bodies or not. That's partial. The person's not meant to identify themselves with their body. But even in their clothing. Tzniyas means the person doesn't wear clothing which that identifies them with their clothing. And the nafkameni is, again, a person can look presentable without, without their clothing showing something different to everybody else. It sets them out as being different. Uh, just like uh, by men, you can understand, a person can wear a suit in the time, and that looks khashiv, and there's nothing different to anyone else wearing a suit in time looking khashiv. You don't have to look like a shmatze. But there's nothing different. Because a person will come and not wearing a suit in time. They'll come and wearing, I don't know what, a... A, a repurposed garbage bag. So of course everyone's going to, it's going to attract everyone's attention. He's the one who's wearing whatever he's wearing. That, that, that's not the nukuda of what we want to draw attention to ourselves by what's different about what we wear. The Yisrael Tzniyas is more than just what's considered halakhically covers the body. It's more the point, point of that it's not meant to be and what a person wears is something which is going to attract attention to their clothing. Like, you know, they're identifying themselves with what they wear. That's that's what applies, like we said, minatayra to ladies or to kailin. For, for even though today it's become the accepted understanding in the firm world as well, but the Torah never spoke about that for men. The Torah speaks about for men that as long as they're tzaddik and tefillin. This nakuda wasn't so much the point. Here it's much more nagev for kailin and for ladies. This nakuda don't don't identify yourselves through what you wear in two different directions. By the ladies, it's what they can't wear, and something which is going to identify you by your clothing. By the kainim, it's what they have to wear. And that's why they can't identify themselves with the clothing because they're to wear the kainim. Why? What's the comparison in those two, in those two fields of the, the clothing of the kainim, so to speak, and the clothing of ladies? Why dafka there, that's the focus on the point which minimizes identity with the external. Uh, we have to talk about, maybe tomorrow we'll go back to this topic. That's the one point. And the second point, why that becomes a way to identify me with what I'm meant to be, it's different to men. But maybe we have the tzitzis for that. But ladies, you don't have so what's the way that they use this their concept to identify themselves as what they're meant to be? And again, it goes back to Beit Dekona, because the Beit Dekona also didn't have tzitzis. That's brought down. The halacha is that even the Me'il, which for example was four corners, they went tzitzis on it. It was a different day. So that's what we're going to talk about tomorrow, the second chalik of Begadim, which applies to the Beit Dekona, or even today we say that Begadim for ladies, why well, that's something, it's a second area which doesn't apply necessarily to the areas of to be recognized in the rabbin or to be aden- to encourage the teamwork in the rabbin. So avoid it even if a person is not in the rabbin, but there's still the areas of how a person identifies himself in it and expresses himself, which uh, with the second chalik of clothing, which is still, we'll talk about the same next year.